Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Listen, we're about to do uh, just our uh, review of the first uh, half of the competition or mainly where the competition is going in the back half. But Denon... Big breaking news out of, uh, out of the Blues training session. Yeah, huge breaking news. So just received text from people at the ground. Uh, Payne Haas has just limped off the field. He just walked off uh, and is with the physio right now as we speak. Oh, Huge God. news out of Hopefully New South Hopefully it's just hand. a stone in his shoe. I hope so. Yeah, wow. Mate, put that there. That would be, uh, yeah, that, that, well, that is going to develop into a really big story. They can't lose him. Now, uh, boys, round 13. So um, basically we're halfway through the competition. To start with, out of 10, Webby, you've seen so many and reported so many seasons. You know, Where do you rate it out of 10? I've the, got it right up there. Yeah. I reckon it's about an eight. I reckon the stand yeah. of the footy has been sensational this year. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the game better. No. Maybe. Remember a few years ago when there was like, Four points between one and eight at the end of the season. Mm. Maybe that. Eighteen, I think it was. 18, was it? Yeah. But I, but I just reckon but the standard. The standard is really strong, and I just reckon, for mine, I, I reckon they've they've got the, they've got the balance right with the uh, the set restarts. Totally agree. Yeah, I think I, it's finally I, sort of settled down. I think this is the best rugby league has ever looked. I agree. And I hate to uh, be the negative Nancy with the referees and the video ref. I actually think that they have been really poor this year. So I agree. I think that, and I understand they're getting all these directives, mm. but if you took outside, just let's take outside refing and, and video bunker and all that kind of stuff, the standard of rugby league by teams, we're talking about a team that is on the bottom of the table that went 0-6, that just put 66 on a team that was the top three last year. Mm. That's the standard of footy. Where, like, it's unbelievable it's the best footy's ever looked. People... Yeah, it's. I just find it unbelievable that there are people in the game that would like Peter Volandis removed. The game we haven't had. Whether you agree with everything he does, not think, but an administrator who will make tough decisions and make things happen. We haven't had anyone since John Quayle and Ken Arthurson. No, you know there were people that ran the game in between uh, Volandis and, and and Arco and Quayle that just wouldn't make decisions. It were just reactive. And this is he. It like everyone, like in you know, people in the independent commission, when they brought in changes about the six again rule. But I tell you what, it has just improved the game. Uh, now they've got the perfect balance. It's almost like where we the COVID period, where it let the game take a step back and just look at itself mm. as a product, it was almost the best thing could have happened. Look, I've rocked and rolled with Valandis with the best of them, but he but he understand he knows I'm playing devil's advocate. So we've got a great relationship. Um, but the game needs – a game like Rugby League needs a benevolent dictator. Absolutely. And he plays that role very well. I, I think Landy's I, – I, I agree. I agree with some of the stuff he does. don't agree with some of the stuff. But what I do like about it, he's quite open about he's the one making the decision. Yep. So it seems like he'll live and die you know, by his sword. But I think the biggest test in Landy's – and if he's still around, I, I, you know, I hope he's still around – uh, in rugby league, will be the next network deal. Because yeah. I do think if you want to look at one little blemish, and I know we're in a bit of a, a mm. tough spot at the time, our deal is probably not where the mm. game should be. But yeah. 
outside of that, I think he's done a fantastic job. Well, the job. best example of what a can-do man he is is uh, two things. Firstly, what he's done with racing. Uh, racing Victoria just used to laugh at him, and they're not laughing anymore. The damage he's done to their spring carnival. But the other thing is the Vegas thing, right? The, whether you agree, Vegas, whatever you think, I can't tell you how many times I've heard in the last 20 years and oh, we're going to go and have a game in America. We're going to open the round over. And it just never happens. It never mm. looks like happening. He did it. And I thought, oh, here we go again. Not this again. And it's Well, you know what I love, about I love about it as well is because rugby league is a TV game, where would you want to have it? Vegas. So, okay, will we sell it out? Maybe. Uh, maybe not. But the watching experience, the viewing experience, the, uh, the carnival environment, it is going to be the round one of all round ones. Well, the biggest question is, will this radio show be there? I would say suggest it will be. Well, I won't be signing next year if uh, if we're not. That's a good negotiation. We, <laughs> might have to, we might have to. Fi- finally. Listen, everyone, uh, everyone puts their hands in the middle. We all agree. Okay. One it all in. <laughs> Hope you're listening, Hutchie. It's all over. Okay. Uh, boys, Dolphins. Top four, top eight, or eight to 12? Where do they finish? I don't know, but could someone tell me if they're going to make the finals? Because I've got a final chapter to write before the finals. They will play finals football. Okay, well, I'm going to declare it. You know what you should do? What? Choose your own adventure book. <laughs> okay. That's... One chapter where they do make the finals, one yeah. chapter where they don't. And then scratch and sniff. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah sure. Well, okay. hey, hang on, Joey. <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> but what, 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 an incredible, what an incredible story for the NRL if they do make the eight. Oh. What an incredible story for Wayne yeah. and his legacy. I think they will because, like, at the moment, oh, they're six, but they're on equal points yeah. with all the top teams. That was an incredible the, story for my bonus. <laughs> They've been criticised. I can't. Dad's, I have to say, Dad's though, army or a bunch of nobodies, and then they've put together as gotta, many wins I've got to say this. Penrith Panthers. Throughout last year when he wasn't coaching and he had idle time, and I talked to Bennett quite a lot for this book, and he, and he just he was always like, They've always they just been knocking me my whole career, my whole life. I was never gonna, and I was going, yeah, yeah, right, oh. He's true. Right. He it, was right. Isn't, isn't it funny how you kind of you would? I mean, if he said that to me, I'd be like, Wayne, everyone loves you. Come yeah, on, Wayne, Wayne everyone, stop everyone trying to be Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little battler, just battling his but, whole I mean, Far out. You look. I mean, and look at these last few years. Obviously, the Rabbitohs they get to a grand final, two thousand and twenty comes in for a year, just. Does a miracle, and not not enough was said about the fact that Wayne and Mal came in and did that. They more focused on Munster, understandably so. Then he take you know takes the Dolphins right now, as you said, sitting on equal wins with the Panthers, and they haven't had it easy too. They've no, been down to their fourth strings half. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, lost some really crucial and players. And their starting halves at the start of this year were reserve grade halves. The reason I've got no doubt, in my opinion, they're going to make the eight is that can you imagine the back end of the year with got a month to go? And they need to win three of the four. Wayne will get it done. Yeah, he'll yeah. just he'll, somehow, he'll, some way, he'll just get it done. In Wayne, we trust. Uh, I think also when you actually like look at the lad, okay, Seagull's been heaps up and down. Titans up and down. Roosters don't know what's happening there. Knights again. Like even if you took away the fact they're a new side and they were just at seventeen blokes, you would say that is a top eight side. Even even without the fantasy of it, just the way they play their footy, the way they go about it. Yeah, I think they'll. You know what? You know what I. My, I went. This is this is a serious footy team. The loss to the Broncos. Remember, they had so Incredible much go wrong. Had so much go wrong in that game. They had injuries going into it, injuries throughout it, and they just let it should go. Should have won. They should have won. They just let it go at the end. Mm. It just 
They managed to get there right then, save it to the last five minutes, and yeah, then let, know, let, let, let it happen. Because they know what type, really crucially, they know what type of team they are. Yeah. Mm. And they just grind away. They, they centralise. They oh. grind, grind. And, and the big telling point, when you watch a game, if you want to do your live betting, and you know, here they go, they're about to, points are about to rattle up when you start to see Jeremy Marshall King driving through the middle. Because that's what that's what they're trying to do all the time. They're just assaulting the middle of the field. When he starts going through, the opposition middle, uh, middles are about to collapse defensively. Right out, Roosters. Touched on it there. Right out, Roosters, they got injuries, sure. I think one of the problems is that they're uh, there. Alibi is not the word I'm trying to think of it. But they said, oh, look, we always get off to a slow start. But now this is starting to get serious. Can I tell you a funny story? Well, I boxed occasionally down at Rushcutters Bay. Yeah. This guy walked past about two months ago, just absolutely abused me. Ah, uh, yeah, you give it to the Roosters. Webster was after they'd lost to the Dolphins. And I said, that, you know, they got all the great resources of every other club, all the players. They should toss up something better than that. I ran into him two days ago. Mm. When are you going to write a column asking for Trent Robertson to be sacked? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the best. Right, they're good, said, oh, they're not bad. You look at the Roosters and we all go, oh, they're in a bit of a hole now. Mate, Brandon Smith's out for how long? Seven weeks? Eight, eight weeks? Yeah, yeah. Victor suspended. Victor suspended for three weeks. Jo- Joey Manu, uh, yeah. Joey Manu, how long's he out for still? He's out for another week or yep. so. You yeah. know, it, Lindsay Collins on Origin duties. We're in the Origin. So, Tedesco we're on now, Origin we're duties. We're now in an Origin period where you lose your stuff. Don't you reckon? Don't you reckon the Roosters, when they're having a great season, it's off the back of their defence? Like yeah. Webby, and, and like that 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 game last week against the Dragons. Yeah, the way that they opened up. In the outside backs, as yeah. like, well, this Webby, is not a Roosters well, team. Well, Webby, like, uh, you know, someone of the Roosters might say, well, it's easy for him to say he's not on the inside. But I tell you what, I've wasted my whole life on this game. And I've, I've, done, I've seen enough and been involved with enough and know enough at times to know what is going on. And it's, you just said it there. Regardless of all these different things that are taking place and drops in confidence, I can see that the Roosters, they are trying to attack their way into form. Mm. which is always dangerous. When you try to do that and you're down in confidence, suddenly the hole starts to get deeper. Whenever you're, in my opinion, whenever you're on a confidence is low, is that you're major on defence. You actually go into a game and you say, we're going to take all the onus off attack. We're going to win this game 2-0. So what the mindset is straight away is you pour energy into your defence, you retain possession, you kick well and you kick chase really well. And what happens from there is the points just naturally flow because they're the things that put you in a position to score and to win football games. Mm. Well, it's the irony is, is Craig Fitzgibbon, their former defence coach, goes to the Sharks and obviously since going to the Sharks have gone better than the Roosters. And as you just said, ironically, the Sharks are one of the best attacking sides in the comp, mm. but it's built off them trying to get their defence right first. Yep. Uh, I think they're missing Craig Fitzgibbon so, so much. I think he's so important to a playing group. He's obviously a, a locker room kind of guy. He had the respect of, and not to say the other coaching staff don't. I actually think, uh, and I actually spoke to Mark Boris about this and this podcast will be out in a couple of weeks, but he just reckons Robinson just needs a little bit more support around him. So that's going to be interesting Den- what happens to Ross. Denham, one thing too, when a, when a playmaker, and I'll talk about Luke Brooks in this, is that the shapes that the Roosters are running are high-risk shapes. And they suit a, a, a playmakers who are in great form 
and a high in confidence. And that, those they're, they're block formations where you are passing to men in the impact zone. And when things are just fractionally out, that that you bleed errors, mm. right? Now you let's take take a few weeks back and let's look at the Tigers. The Tigers turn around and the turnaround of Luke Brooks's game. What Sheens did was simplify his shapes. Rather than playing block formations all the time, he played what you call split shapes, which is guys dropping under you, dummy underneath, dummy underneath, and run. Right, it's simpler to play. It'll you got the ball in your hands longer, and it, it's a running play for running plays. You have a run; it favours the running player. But that shape, that simpler shape, has got pushed Brooks into form, mm. got his confidence up, and got him going. They just the Roosters need with the football to just take three steps backwards. Mm. Yeah, there's but, also a lot of noise. I talked to people at the club this week. They reckon that like there's so much noise around their club. You know, yeah, so yeah. much noise around around Walker, um, around Smith, Suali'i. around around Suali'i. He isn't been the same since he went to sign the contract. Um, I mean, there were stories this week about Tedesco's lack of leadership being mm. a problem. Like it's become a bit you of know. a leaky club, but, and that and that noise, I was told, is is really something that they're trying to control inside in terms. Premiership of, winning teams can handle that, though, Webby. Of course, you they know can. they yeah, can. Yeah, no, but that's what I find concerning that they yep. they've got that many quality players that they should be able but to. Are, they shouldn't even have to worry about that. Shit. They're a blue ribbon club that go and buy big name players. You are going to draw attention. Yeah, of course. It. Yeah, of course. Deal with it. They're always exactly. They're the roosters. It's like the, they're like the Lakers. They're like you know. When you go and poach big-name players to your club, you're going to have to deal with it. Boys, we've got Morning Glory Jeopardy coming up. We've got to – don't want to shave time off that. I'll just <laughs> – just a really quick one. Now, this one's a little out, outlandish, but who knows? Could the Tigers possibly go on a long winning run and sneak into the finals? No. After – after oh, – after, after, no, no, <laughs> I, no. That's fair enough. But Sheen's sides have got a history of starting like, – starting slow, but like looking – Terribly ugly, but when things click, they just explode. Are you saying a two thousand five? Two thousand five is a perfect example. But oftentimes, you start, you actually see the way that Tim Sheens likes to attack is fairly complex, and it takes a fair while to click. But when it does, a few a few young tigers have come into it, like obviously Buller and stuff like that, and they I think have impressed more than a lot of well, people thought. And well, there could be yes, well, ben, could be a run. We talk about Jermaine Asako before. Tia Blake, Stafford Toa. Yeah. Like his performance last week, you talk about oh, a breakout game. Holy. Uh, yeah. they, well, they definitely can. They definitely can. And I think Bateman is such a big part of that because he's yep. just a fighter. Yeah. He's just going to stay in everything. So they, yes. I, I think they can. It'd be, great, it'd be a great story. If they, oh, if they could roll in like this. Brooksy getting his name chanted was honestly a balm to the soul. It's, it is really good. On his 200th game. It's awesome. Right up. We'll take a break. Morning Glory Jeopardy next.